0: Log Talk Radio. to livedeliverance.com, BlogTalkRadio.com. My name is Pastor Steve Lee, and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. Now, if you're listening to us via the simulcast during the hours of 9 o'clock p.m. and 11 o'clock p.m. here on Monday evenings, we are so glad to have you. If you're listening to us on any other social media platform or during any other times of the week, please contact us here at livedeliverance.com and give us the times, dates, and locations of platforms that you're listening to us on. Although we would love to proliferate the airways, we must do it legally, ethically, and in righteousness. If you hear our content through any other means, it is the result of Internet piracy and copyright infringement. All those who participate in any Internet piracy can be prosecuted by federal agents. Now, having said all that, we can get down to the business of the kingdom. So go ahead and get a pen and some paper. And if you have any comments or questions about the ministry then I will give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. Now, if you would, please join your hearts with me in a word of prayer as we sanctify our time together. Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me, the mind of Christ. Open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me so that I can sleep. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Flow through me and cause me to move by your spirit. Let healing and deliverance break forth in this place and this time because of your word, your spirit, and your love. Live big in me. I now decrease so that you can increase. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus in my life as I now share the living word, the bread of life. Jesus revealed to us the Father and draws into his presence where there is fullness of joy. Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule our lives. Cause us to grow in the grace that has appeared unto all men as you teach us how how we should live in this present world. May we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace as we sojourn in the land of promise, going from faith to faith and from glory to glory. For you've made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus, so speak to our spirit and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus' name, I pray. Okay, beloved, this is a part four of Now is the Time. And I am recognizing and understanding more and more that this is the time for the body of Christ to stand up and shine like never before. There are people that need answers to the situations of their lives, and they're not going to get them any other place but from the body of Christ. So we need to stand up and, 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 and do that so that God's honor will be released in the earth. But sometimes we get caught up in the, the things that are happening, and we lose our, our position, if you would, lose our thrust. So I just want to kind of today wake us up so that we can get back to the business of the kingdom, not just taking care of our needs, and that is something that he'll do, but being an example, a light that will draw men, because that's what he said, if we would let our light shine, that men would then be drawn by that light, and they will change their conversation or they'll change the things they're talking about. They'll change how they're talking about it, and they'll start talking about the things that God has wanted them to enjoy from Jump Street. Say, men see your good works. Let your light shine. Men see your good works, and they glorify God. Say, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't uh, say that it's an accident. They don't say, oh, that was cute. No, no, no. They, they glorify God. Isn't that what we want? We want them to to be able to participate in the plan of God because God wants them to participate in the plan of God. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to the knowledge of the truth. Well, how are they going to come to that knowledge if they don't see an example of how victory has been wrought in your life? Amen. Amen. See, I'm, I'm learning more and more that um, our testimony is what draws them in. Okay, I'm going to say it slow. Our testimony is what draws them in, not our possessions. And we kind of got this thing backwards, and we tried to show them that, 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 you know, God loves me, and he gives me this, that, or the other. And, yes, he does. But he's interested in your lifestyle or your testimony that causes them to say, okay, You got this how? Hmm. I got this by submitting. I got this by loving. I got this by fellowship, not by sweat. See, because um, people that you know, celebrities, if you would, they have uh, uh, possessions, but it doesn't mean that they're going to glorify God, and they're not going to even invite people. Into that place of the testimony of God working in the earth, and and we've been kind of caught up in the in the uh, the cycle of life that that you know put put your nose to the grindstone and then you'll be able to enjoy. No, actually, God made us, created us in rest. See, after everything was done, the first uh, five days. He created all of the things that we would need, all of our supply, if you would. And then he made man and set man in a finished garden so that man's work is supposed to come out of the rest, okay? Not out of the toil. We didn't see toil enter in until chapter 3, okay? So then we've probably been doing it backwards Uh, because that's the way we were introduced to it. But I would like to try to submit to you uh, uh, another way, a more excellent way, the way Paul says it, okay? Because um, there has to be a noticeable difference, not from pride's sake, but because love speaks. See, our testimony should be one of love. How will they know that we are his disciples? Because we have love. See, that testimony speaks louder than our possession. A man's life does not consist of the things that he possesses. See? And so if we're still trying to just get stuff, then we're in the same uh, rat race that they're trying to get out of. We have the answer. I was going to say we have the answers, but that's incorrect. We have the answer. Jesus is the answer. See? And so as we begin to let his light shine through us, let his word be developed in us, then they will be able to see the good works and they will have a different conversation. Amen. I mean, this is the prophetic word that Jesus left us. See? The command that he said, let your light shine so that men can see. And they're not going to see, come on, y'all, they're not going to see your sweat. They're going to see your good works, not out of effort. Okay? We've we, we got to begin to, Jesus said, if you're heavy laden, if you have burdens, come here. Take... My yoke upon you. Learn of me. He he doesn't want you to learn systems that would cause you to think everything is going to be okay. He wants you to learn of him so that you can find rest unto your souls. A soul that does not have rest is troubled. A soul that does not have rest has questions. So he wants you to come, take his yoke, and learn of him. Because his yoke is easy. His burden is light. And then you will find rest unto your souls. See? It's already, this is your prescription. Amen. This is what it is. See? These are the things that he wrote down. That's what doctors do when you're hurting. They write down things that should help you get better. Call it prescription. Well, this is your prescription, your gospel pill. Okay? So now is the time. And I began to think of this uh, from a different perspective, Um, you know, thinking about the scripture that's in Hebrews chapter Uh, chapter 3. I'll give you the scriptures again. Uh, Hebrews chapter 3, verses 12 to 15. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1. Psalms 107, verse 20. Isaiah 56, verses, uh, excuse me, Isaiah 55, verses 6 to 11. And 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. That'll be your primary uh, scriptures, or your foundation scriptures. Okay? And um, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12 says, Take heed, brethren, that there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God, finding something else other than his words of the gospel to, 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 to try to uh, bring you victory. See? So he says, and, and if you do that, he says, what happens is you depart from the living God because of a heart, an evil heart of unbelief. Okay? But exhort one another daily while it is called today. Lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. See, doing it your way, doing it without The spirit of God being activated, see, because whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So then we can say what does not come from the word is going to be sin. And sin is not, again, your actions. It is an attitude because you think you don't have or you are without a portion. That's what the first definition of sin means. It means being without a portion. See? And so then since you are thinking that you're without a portion, then you're going to automatically do the wrong thing, say the wrong things, have the wrong heart position. Because you're going to go try to earn it, work it out instead of receiving. Okay? First thing that we're supposed to do is we're supposed to believe in the Lord our God, we'll be established. Believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. How do you prosper? By believing his prophets, that's not uh, a sweating. See, that's a receiving of the word of God, that, that that's able to, uh, that engrafted word of God is able to save or deliver your soul. Again, stop having issues in your soul. Receive the engrafted word. It will deliver your soul. It will move your soul. Come on, y'all. Delivery is to take things from one place to another. And the word of God will deliver your soul. It will take it from one place of thought to another place of thought. From the place of work and sweat to the place of rest and enjoy. See? That's what he wants. Now is the time. See, we see things uh, 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 happening in the earth, and those things are, are are troubling. So then, let's find the rest unto our souls, so that we can then invite people into that rest. Amen. They're looking for it. They are just as tired as you were when you gave up. Amen. Amen. Money does not cause your soul to rest I, okay we'll do that money does not cause your soul to rest because when you have an abundance of money without the grace of god then you're going to lose sleep trying to figure out how to keep your money amen see and then uh, uh it has been known that people that uh won a lottery within years they're broke again why because they got the, the they got the substance without the thing that causes them to be able to maintain the substance. See? They they put their money in bags that has holes in it. Notice it said they put their money. In other words, they had the money, didn't they? See? They didn't have empty bags. They had the money to put it the, 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 the the, in the bags, but they put it in bags, no confidence they can have in the bags, with holes in it. See, God is trying to get you to have your soul at rest because when your soul is at rest, your heart is not troubled and the uh, issues of your heart come, the, the issues of life come out of your heart. See, but if your soul is troubled, then you're going to have issues from that trouble. Worries from that trouble. See, So I'm trying to to get us again to to go back to basics and saying, okay, let's do what the birds do. The birds don't have this fear because they know that their heavenly Father will feed them. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, you are more important than the birds of the field. See? So then since you know that, Let's enter into that place of trust and rest. Amen. So uh Hebrews uh chapter three, as we're learning, it says that you 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 you'll be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Okay? Thinking that you got answers, but you don't have answers because you don't have righteousness the way a thing ought to be. That is right standing with God. The way the thing ought to be, the view or the the, the the ability to see it from God's perspective, okay? It's the view of a thing as it ought to be, not uh, looking at it from fears and frustration, okay? Righteousness is the view of a thing as it ought to be, not just right standing with God. It is right standing and understanding, that's accurate with God. See, I'm viewing it from his position. See, I'm not letting my heart be troubled. Righteousness speaks. Come on, that's what it says in Romans chapter 10. It says, the righteousness which is by faith speaketh on this wise. See, it has a different conversation. See, but if you're still frustrated, if you are still thinking that the things that you have are going to run out, and you got to find ways to protect it. okay? that that's what happens when when faith is not your anchor. Okay, when 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 you think that you're the one that's maintaining it, as opposed to giving everything to God and receiving of His love. Exhort one another daily while it's called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast until the end. He says, hold the beginning steadfast. You know, sometimes, I don't know, maybe we think that we can catch up with God somewhere in the middle. See, he's asking you to go to the place where in the beginning God spoke. Not when you get halfway through the thing and you done made uh, uh yourself believe that what you've done is actually going to be effective. See, now you're going to put you're going to catch up with God in the middle, you think. God bless this mess. See? Instead of allowing your heart to hear what he's saying, so that you can then do the thing that God wants you to do in the faith arena that he's opened up to you. Amen. So uh, it says we're supposed to hold our confidence steadfast until the end. Don't give up halfway through, y'all. Don't give up halfway through. Just because you didn't see a manifestation does not mean God is not moving on your behalf. God is a God that has moved on the inside first. He can't do anything for you until he does something in you. So if you're looking for something and you didn't receive anything, then it's going to be hard for that thing that you're looking for to happen. I hope you track that. He does things in you. Then he does things through you for you. Okay? He does things in you, and then he does things through you for you. Okay? That's the way faith works. Faith has to be alive in the heart so that it would give a different vision to your eyes so you won't be looking for lust. Amen. See, that that's the system that God has set up for us to walk in. now is the time. See, and we've been trained to, to, to walk uh, uh, contrary to that. We've been trained to walk. If you don't have it in front of you, go get it. You can charge it. Amen. Because you go get it. See? He wants you to receive it so that then that issue of your heart will come out of the life, will come out of your heart to resolve the issue. See? It will be resolved while you are at rest because you learn best at rest. you learn less through stress. That's why he said, take my yoke and learn. Rest. you learn best at rest. You learn less through stress. Strivings do not cause you to be able to rest. see? He didn't want you to fight for the thing. He wants you to receive it. Amen. See? He does what he needs to in you so he can do that thing through you, and then it'll be done for you. Track the the, the positions of heart there. See? Believe in the Lord your God, you'll be established. Believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. He said it was a process. Believe his prophets. Believe the word, and so shall you prosper. And, and, and when you get it by faith, you know what happens? Now the devil can't steal it from you when you receive it by faith. Because that which God works in you, see, if he works in you, then you will have no questions. See? Your peace will then speak for you. Glory to God. See? When when you receive it by faith, peace speaks. There's a peace that passes your understanding. It will guard your hearts and your minds. See? That's, he wants you to receive it by faith so that circumstances no longer speak to the issues of your life. Amen. See, when you receive it by faith, then it is a thing that is settled. And a thing that is settled in your heart, just like it's settled in heaven, thy word is forever settled in heaven. He wants that word to be forever settled in your heart. they. The devil then can't come and tell you something. You know, it's I, the devil. Jesus said he only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That tells me that I must have something. You cannot steal what you do not have. You cannot destroy what not what does not exist. Amen. See, he only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. If it's not alive. You can't kill it, can you? Come on, y'all. Dissect the word. See? Okay? Jesus said he only comes for that reason. So then since he only comes for that reason, that tells me I have something that is alive, that is valuable. See? Okay? That needs to be preserved. See? Okay? I shouldn't let him steal, kill, or destroy. I need to recognize what I have. Protect it. See? When the devil tries to tell you something, he's really speaking a lie. Every time, all the time, Jesus said, when he speaks, he speaks of a lie because he's the father of that. So he tells you you don't have it. When he just said that, he was lying because he came to steal, kill, destroy See, he did not come so you could have fun. He came to steal, kill, and to destroy. And he's going to do that by the lie that you continue and perpetually hear and put your eyes on. Amen. Just as a thought, let just kind of go through this. When you put your money in the bank, you no longer have your eyes on your money. Your physical eyes are not on your money but you have confidence that it's in the bank by a sentence on your balance sheet. Okay. By numbers that you can read on your balance sheet. Come on, y'all walk with me here. You put your money in the bank. You don't see it, but you believe it's there because of the receipt that you read. Why don't we believe that we receive by the word that we read. That is the receipt, beloved. Now, faith is the receipt. Evidence. See? So then, let's use it just like we use the 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 natural. Use it in the spirit. I have the receipt. I have evidence. See? So then, I can walk around. Come on now. Because you have the receipt of the money that you deposited, you walk around and you transact business on that receipt, don't you? You go to the store and you tell them, here, i have given you a promissory note. That's what a check is called. I'm giving you a, 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 a right to go into a bank account that has this by my debit card. You are operating out of or off of your receipt because you don't see your money anymore. Amen. Why is it that we can believe God in the natural, but we won't believe him spiritually when they copy what was in the spirit? They copy uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. See. You have to hold fast the beginning of your confidence steadfast to, until the end. So I, I keep going over this and, and trying to dig into it. God opens it up so that we can see it and we can say, wait a minute. If I have the same confidence in a bank, wait a minute, y'all, let's go deeper than this. You have confidence in a bank that you don't know the owners of. Amen. No one I know has met the owners of the bank they put their money in. They only know a representative of the bank that they put their money in. And God is the father of, of faith. And so then, why is it that we don't believe him that saves our soul as much as we believe a bank president that we don't even know? A, a, a board of trustees on a, a, a bank for a bank that we don't know, have not never seen, have never talked to, not one time. But yet we have confidence in that system. But we won't have confidence in the system of God saying, "My word will not return to me void." God saying, "I'm not mad that I should lie." The son of man that I should repent? Have I not said it? Shall I not make it good? Have I not spoken it? Shall it not come to pass? I watch over my word to perform it. So then all of the promises that God has given us, we utilize them the same way we exchange monetary belief in a bank. Let's kind of do that, you let, 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 Let's see him as the one that, that's keeping his word. See, he put it in a treasury for us so that we can go and we can uh, utilize exchange in that system. Whenever you need it, when you need your money, you write the check or use the telecard. Okay? So then we should use the system of God that he said it, it's in a bank, a holding system, and because I believe in that system, I can go and withdraw when I need it. We are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of the beginning of our confidence steadfast until the end. You've already made the deposit. Come on, y'all. Steadfast to the end. You've already made the deposit, and you believe that the system works until the end, don't you? I'm trying to bring it into a, a, a sphere that we can see it, that we can grasp it, that we can hold on to it. Because we have, according to Second Peter, we have a more sure word of prophecy. Not just a sure word. A more sure word. Amen, I've already said, it's forever settled in the heaven. Okay? So now is the time for us to think of it from that perspective. Okay, and since I've used the bank, let me go in and continue that process. If you don't make a deposit, you're going to be mad when you make a withdrawal. Because you're going to get those three those three little letters, N-F-S, non-sufficient funds. You're going to begin to argue with the people that you thought you can trust. Because you say, well, I, I thought I put it in on this day, and, and I did, no, see, insufficient funds. Not enough time spent with God making deposits, with the Holy Ghost receiving truth. See, th- th- that's what he wants us to do. Now is the time. I remember that. This is how I kind of got to understand this, is I was injured, and I came out of the hospital. Before I got to the hospital, i do this, set it, all up, set it up right. Before I got to the hospital, I gave Jesus my heart. 254 in the morning, August the 19th, I gave him my heart. I went into surgery uh, because of an injury to my back. And so then when I got through with the surgery and I came home, uh, there was no working to be done by me. All I could do is really read my Bible and pray. And so I began to do that. I began to call that to be my life. I would actually do what was necessary. If I had a job, I would work eight hours. So since I couldn't work, I was in the Word eight hours a day, minimally. Because I, 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 every day, I'm supposed to give a tithe of everything, that all of my increase. Well, every day is an increase. So I'm going to give a tithe of that day. That's two hours and 40 minutes. So I said, okay, good. I'm going to do that. Well, I really needed to be blessed. So I gave two hours and 40 minutes in the morning, two hours and 40 minutes in the evening. And then all day long, I would have a pair of headphones on my head, listening at the word of God. I was making deposits. See, I didn't know what I was going to use it for. I wasn't thinking about that. I was just making the deposit. Why? Because it caused peace to be in my heart. I began not to worry about this, that, or the other. I began to roll all of my care over on him. How did I know to do this? I saw it in his words. I was making deposits. Uh, routinely making deposits See? And then because I was making deposits I found out that um, He knows what I have need of Before I ask So I was making deposits On that premise See I wasn't making deposits saying, Okay I got enough for this I-, I wasn't living from issue to issue See I, I was living by the word of God isn't that what Jesus told us to do? That I'm not supposed to live by bread alone, but I'm supposed to live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. I love the way that's scripted. And she said proceeded. That means active, not proceeded. That would be something that's recorded. These are live words, glory to God. See? I, I, I'm listening to a living word. See? And as I allowed the word to be alive in me, then he would be able to show me uh, situations that he wanted me to do and resolve by his spirit. See, I began to see the resolution of the things in my spirit. I was not trying to see it in the natural. Because if I see it in the spirit, 2 Corinthians says, the things that are seen are subject to change. But the things that are not seen, they are eternal, deathless, and everlasting. So once I see it in my spirit, I got it. I can walk in it. I can sojourn in the land of promise that way. See, and I began to do this day by day, ingesting the word of God, not trying to, to get God to, I was not using it as a piggy bank, glory to God. Let's try it that way. I was using it as a vault. David is the one that said this in Psalms 119, verse 11. He says, thy word have I hid in my heart. He didn't just say, thy word have I placed in my heart. I'm going to go get it tomorrow. I'm going to go use. it. No, he said, I hid it there. It became precious to me. See? So I just kept allowing the word of God to wash. Come on, that's what the word does. It washes. It It washed my thinking. So I stopped believing that I was a person without. See? I began to believe that I was a person that had, because he said, My God shall. Didn't say my God might. He didn't say my God wants to. It said my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. See? And so I believe that. I walked that out day by day. Even though I didn't know how to do of this, my God shall supply. See, shall is also one of those active words, absolute imperative. That's what the word shall is. See? So then I'm walking around in the my God shall. I'm still actively believing because my God shall. Do you see it? I don't have to see it. My God shall. See? I recognized that, that it was a personal thing. He said, my God, I have a God, and my God shall. So I learned that I can simply release my God that is inside of me because I caused myself to hear the word, and the entrance of his word gives life. It gives understanding to the simple, and I would just ingest the word. I was not trying to go and understand the word so I can make it happen. I would just ingest it. And then because I ingested the word, out of my bellies flows rivers of living water. See? I I, I begin to live from that. And then because of that, then my steps are now ordered of the Lord. Then he began to, to 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 send me to places where people with of light, precious faith would speak into my life. Testimonies that that they had lived out. And I said, okay, there it is again. There's the confirmation. Because every word is supposed to be confirmed in the mouth of two or three witnesses. So then I would go to ministries that would confirm that word in my heart. And then as that word is confirmed in my heart, in Mark chapter 16, it says, and Jesus working with them, confirming his word with the signs following. See? So now I have a word that I know signs are going to follow. Victory is going to come out of the word that's in my heart. See? Now I begin to just process that over and over and over again. See? And it was, that was life to me. I was kind of not even aware of of the things that, (laughs) I was not aware of the things that the devil was sending to frustrate me. Wow. You know that the Bible says that in 1 John chapter 5. It says that when you live in the word that this way, it says that the wicked one touches him not. Yeah. Glory to God. So I was unaware of the things the devil was setting up. Why? Because there were promptings that would come up that would say, this is the way, walk ye in it. And so I would avoid pitfalls. See? The devil would set it up, but I didn't even, I was not, first of all, I was not drawn to the thing that the devil was setting up. See? Because the devil causes you to, to, to move by lust. And then lust, when it is conceived, brings forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. Do not err, my beloved brother. But every good gift and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of light, in whom there's no bearable, neither shadow of turning. Hmm. Okay? So then he was the one directing me around situations that the devil was trying to set up I didn't even know about. Amen really didn't even know about it. Wasn't spending my time thinking about that. I was spending my time thinking about the glory of God that is taking me from one place to another, from one level to another. They that are led by the Spirit of God, those are the ones that are the sons of God. And to them, he gave power to become sons. I was more interested in the power to become a son because I kind of found out that a son is a son of the kingdom is going to be the one that can make requests of the kingdom and everything that he asked for is easy to be given to him. See, I, I began to think that way as opposed to, 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 to as opposed to, to praying from fear. I learned to pray from faith. Amen. So we're supposed to be (laughs) made partakers of Christ and his anointing. If we hold fast the beginning of our confidence then steadfast to the end. (laughs) While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the day of provocation. So that's kind of what opened this up. He said Today if you will hear his voice. So then I can ask questions. What is God saying to you today? He's laying out your victory today. Glory to God. He's speaking into whatever things your heart are concerned about. Because he's the one that said he would perfect that, which concerns you. Okay. Okay. That's good, sir. That's good, sir. Okay. Okay. Uh, As I said that, it did not say he will perfect that which you worried about. He said he would perfect that which concerns you. There is a difference. See, things that concern me, he said, this day that I'm uh, orchestrating for you, that is a day that concerns you. Now I'm going to lay out everything and perfect everything that concerns you. I don't have any worries and fears because I cast all of my care over on him. See? So th- th- I'm not thinking about tomorrow. Jesus told me. Don't think about tomorrow. See? Don't don't tomorrow is gonna have enough evil that's sufficient for it. Why am I concerning myself about tomorrow? All I need to do is today hear his voice. My hearing his voice today. Took care of my tomorrow, cause he will perfect everything that concerns me. I can get in front of the devil. I hope you heard that. Say, I can get in front of the devil instead of being equal to or underneath the devil. Okay, because did he not make me the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath? Say, I, 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 as you meditate on the word, hear the word, position your heart in the word. Then He takes care of you because He knows what you have need of before you ask. See, this is how He's expecting us to live, but we've kind of been trained to 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 wait till the frustration and anxiety hits, and then go talk to God about that. You could do it if you want to, but there is a more excellent way, okay? You you can just recite the Lord's Prayer and, and, and that'll do most of the things you need to do because in the Lord's Prayer, he tells you things that would build you up so that you will know for a certainty. I ain't even got to worry about it. Let's just flip over there. Let's <laughs> just flip over there. See that that this is what he, mm, mm, mm. all of this is uh, again in the same uh, thing where he was taking telling us about taking no thought for tomorrow. See all of that's in the same thing. So we need to position our heart the way he wants it to be. Let's look at this. He said in verse 9, chapter 6, after this manner, this is what you should pray. I don't need you praying. Look at it. Look at that. Look, 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 look. look. Let's back up so you can see what not to do. And some of us have been doing this. In verse 5, he says, when you pray, you should not pray as hypocrites. For they love to stand praying in the synagogues, in the corners of the streets, so they can be seen of men. But verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when you pray, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut the door, pray to thy father, which is in secret. And because you do this, your father, which is in secret, will do what? He will. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The father that heareth in secret, he shall. That's an absolute imperative, isn't it? It didn't say he might. See, when we position our heart right, then the things that God is trying to do, He can do them with ease. He shall reward the openly. But when you pray, don't use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for they much speaking. Oh God, help me, Lord! For so you know this is. Oh, See, he, he, he's not interested in that. He wants you to have confidence When you go and pray Shut your door, pray in secret So your father who hears in secret Will reward you openly See He said I, I I got a process That's already there Don't take, okay let's try this I You know I learned this a little while ago Don't take Problems into the secret place Take praise Into the secret place I used to pray about a, a, a hurt and a, a pain, and I was not thinking that. God said this is a secret, intimate place. Can you take your worries there? Yes, you can. Got that. Understand that. But a better way is to, when you come into the court of heaven, you enter into his courts with thanksgiving and praise, not... Demands worries, frustrations, and tears, okay, that scripture was there so that we would understand it. There is a better way to enter enter with thanksgiving, hmm? enter of course with praise, not the problems, but most of the time we were trained to go to God with the problems. Don't you remember that it says that when you praise, that he steals the enemy and the avenger? Okay, let me make sure we understand that. If I praise, he takes care of my enemies. I didn't even have to bring up their name. I opened my mouth, and he fills it with praise. See? He knows what things we have need of before we ask. I guess we need to really believe that. I have no problem with you citing this, that, or the other as long as you are citing it in faith. Because if you ask not in faith, you're in trouble anyway. Again, whatsoever is not of faith is of sin. And if I'm worrying, again, that's what he's talking about in this chapter here. See? If you're worrying, then you're not functioning in faith. You are delaying the thing that you are expecting. Because just like your money in the bank, if you don't enter the right numbers in that access code, you're not getting your money. It's in there. But you didn't approach it correctly. So then you have to have a delay. You have to go and look on your phone and see what the numbers actually are. You have to go inside and, and talk to them and tell them, this is who I am. Here's my ID. Can you help me? It's still going to be your money, but it's delayed now. <laughs> they think they'll be heard for their much speaking. Don't be like them. Or i I've been already s- citing this scripture. Here it is in the context that we should afford to it. He said, this is how you approach it. For your father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask. After this manner pray ye. Okay? So don't pray the other. Don't pray the same prayer a zillion times as they thought by repetition God's going to hear them. He said, don't do that. Okay? He said, that what he wants you to do is he wants you to pray after this man. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He says, please approach him because you know him. Our Father. You know, I, 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 my father was a, a, a strict person. But he was still my father. (laughs) And so um, if I was hungry, I knew my father would provide. I knew that he would do things to make sure what I needed was there. My father was actually uh, uh, crippled because he had been uh, in an accident. A car ran over his leg and separated his leg from his body. And in the day that he was living, they didn't have uh, exact science that they were working with for the, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the to, to make things work. They just had the best they could do. So they did reattach the, the, the tendons and all of that and, and made it work, and that was good. But he walked with a limp. But my father would go out. My father, most of my life, my father worked two jobs. Okay, so then, if you're working two jobs, I really don't have to worry about my needs being met, do I? well then this was a a a a picture of my heavenly father that's kind of where he got it from. He was making sure that he took care of that which he was responsible for, okay so then I would not have an issue thinking that uh my need was not going to be met. So it was my father that did that. So he says, go, 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 go to God this way. Mm. Our father, which art in heaven, hallowed, hallowed be thy name. He says, please note that God's name is hallowed or to be reverenced. Let me ask you a question. If you are trying to get the money out of the bank and you go in the bank hollering and screaming, are you going to receive the uh the, the, the service that probably will be given to someone that goes in and saying, Thank you, Mr. or Sir, can you help me? Yeah. Hallowed be his name. Reverence is his name. Then when you come that way, come on, come on. He says, thy kingdom come. I already know that you have everything. I'm asking that I can receive the kingdom in me. Thy kingdom come. All right, let's do it that way. If we're asking his kingdom to come, are we asking things to come or are we asking his kingdom to come? Since we're asking his kingdom to come, where does his kingdom reside? His kingdom resides inside you. Yeah. So then, that would be the first place that our expectation should be, shouldn't it? Yeah. Thy kingdom come. Look at this. Look at this. I mean, just looking at this from a different perspective, he says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Again, where is he going to orchestrate his will? In his kingdom, which is in you. And if you are not aligning yourself with his will, this is what it says in 1 John 5, 13 and 14, It says, if we know that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know we have the petitions that we desire of him. Why? Because his kingdom came to us. I mean, I hope you see the place of exchange here. He's not trying to get the kingdom in your hands. If he doesn't have the kingdom in your heart, It's hard for the transfer from him to come to your hand. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And then he says, in earth. He didn't say on earth. God's first line of offense is going to be in the thing. See? So he wants the will to be done in you. You are, and you will make, this is an earthen vessel, it is this said. So he wants the will to be done in earth. Amen. And he says that it needs to be done in earth the same way it's done in heaven. Okay, well, we'll try this. We'll try this if we're here. Do you think there are any more angels in heaven um, arguing with what God told them to do? Because the devil, you know, he got in there and messed up one-third of them, but they gone. And, and I would think that everybody else that was there saw that and said, okay, we won't be doing that again. <laughs> See? So then she says the the the, the, "the the the way that it's supposed to happen is the way it happens in heaven. Every time they hear a word in heaven, that's a word they're doing. They're active in that word, doing whatever it was. And he wants it to be done in this earth the same way. You look around and you see uh, all kind of mayhem happening. That's because the people that are doing the mayhem are not submitting to God, so his will is not being done in them, in earth, the way it is in heaven, they're still arguing and fussing and saying that we could um, we could marry men if we want to be in a man. That 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 his will was not done in earth that way it is in heaven. Heaven. Do you see the the the, the correlation there? Then he says in verse eleven, "Give us this day." Our daily bread. So then, now let's just ask a question. Again, I told you, if you don't make a no deposits, no return. Remember that. <laughs> so here you are. You um, uh, seven days without prayer, a week without prayer makes a very weak man. Yeah, that's what they said. Seven days without prayer makes a very weak man. So here you are. You are not in position to commune with the Father but you're going to make demands of the Father? Hmm. That exchange really doesn't work. If you will do it his way, having the will to be done in you, then it's now give us while, come on, come on, come on. Give us while we are in this attitude of prayer. While we're in this posture of prayer. While we're in this position of thanksgiving, hallowed be thy name. Now, now, Give us. If I'm not in the position of, of, of praise, if I'm not in the posture of thanksgiving, why am I making demands? Selah. See? He said daily. Daily. See? So, you know, some of us, we might say, well, I, I, I'm only going to go to church, you know, on Sunday because that's the Lord's day. He just said daily here. Hmm. Give us this day our daily bread. And as I'm receiving my sustenance, he says, now forgive. Mm -hmm. I want you to get that. He doesn't want... Why do you think he wants to give supply to a dirty vessel? Mm. He says, no. As you are thankful... A display of thanksgiving is forgiveness hmm. I mean I'm glad he tied it together like that see a, a a a a good way for you to receive is to become empty. Come on Lord Mm-mm-mm. forgive us this day. Forgive us day. forgive us our debtors as we forgive. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So he says, I need for you to be empty so I can fill you. I, I I want your grace, I want my grace to be in your life, but you'd rather operate out of your wrath, so I can't put my grace in that dirty place. Hmm. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if we forgive men their trespasses, then your heavenly Father will forgive you also. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. I mean, he's telling us the thing that makes the kingdom work. Okay, let's do that. He's telling us the things that make the kingdom work instead of us trying to get the kingdom to work by what we require. You want the kingdom to work? Then give him the honor to his name. You want the kingdom to work? Live a life of praise. You want the kingdom to work? Forgive. Let his will be done in you. How much forgiveness do you think is in heaven? I mean, how much unforgiveness do you think is in heaven? Mm. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, this is the way that God wants to to, to bless us. Okay? He wants to, to, to give you the, the things that are necessary in your life, perpetually. But we don't hear the things that are, are necessary. We harden our hearts. And then, and then uh, the second chapter of Hebrews chapter 1 says, now we therefore you ought to give the more earnest heed to the things we've heard that at any time we should let them slip. See, if you're going to get mad and and hold on to your anger, again, he can't Fill a vessel that's full So when you Had heard the word, You're going to let that word slip That said forgive He said you need to give the more Earnest heed to that Lest at any time we should let them slip So I know we've heard Those scriptures before But were they Precious? Were they life? That's the question what we're talking about here is the, 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 the kingdom principle that he wants us to live in, live by, live through. And one of the, a set of key you can have, write this down again. Um, this is something that for us to think about. It says kingdom thinking releases kingdom opportunities. Kingdom opportunities require kingdom disciplines. Kingdom disciplines Produce kingdom results. See, that's the way it's supposed to be. If I don't think the way God thinks, excuse me, if I don't think the way God thinks, I'm not going to see what He released into my life. Kingdom thinking releases kingdom opportunities. But if I'm going to make kingdom, if I'm going to make demands that I know the kingdom wants to uh, uh, answer and wants to honor. See, then I'm looking for not kingdom opportunities. I'm looking for what he promised me because I said I knew the promise. That's not kingdom thinking. See? That's still me living outside of my, my lust. Inside of my lust. Kingdom thinking releases kingdom opportunities. The more I spent time with God, the more opportunities He availed for me. Things I didn't think about. I didn't think about them at all. He opened them up. The entrance of His Word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. This is the way Jesus lived in those kingdom principles. See? I mean, you can you can see things happen uh, in Jesus' life, and people would. Well, how did that happen? Because he kept kingdom thinking, which is going to release kingdom opportunities, opportunities that were not there before. It's going to do this. Kingdom thinking opens us up to the place where God can reveal his love to us. He wants to do that. Okay? He wants to do that. But most of the time, we things from a position of, you know, I just want to get what I need when I want it. Isaiah 56, excuse me, Isaiah 55, 6 through 13. We're going to kind of dig into that today. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6, 6 through um, 13. It says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way. Let the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord. He will have mercy upon him. And he will have mercy upon him to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. These are your ways, my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heaven is higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and make it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, it shall not return to me void. All right, let's get here and dig into it for a second here. He says that, 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 that what I need for you to do is I need for you to seek me. Don't don't seek what I can give you or what I can do for you. Seek me. That would be like the first point that I would say. That that we need to just seek him. Then he says, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy unto our God, for he will abundantly pardon. See, he's wanting to do this in our lives. So, let's just kind of look at what he says as a promise when we do that. He says, I want you to think about that. My thoughts, your thoughts, your ways, my ways. I want you to think about that. I'm inviting you to hire. Okay? He's not mad because lower thoughts were there. He's inviting us to hire. Watch this. For as the rain... Verse 10, for the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and returns not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. I see here that God is interested in giving supply. He's interested in giving you the bread that you can eat, supply. But there's process here. Uh, one of the things I'd like to tell you is that um, the word earth and heart are two interchangeable words. So if you would, uh, write that down on your piece of paper. Write down the word earth on one side, and on the other side, write down the word heart. Okay, we're going to, we're going to dig into those uh, two words. Write down the word earth and write down the word heart. Because he said, as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth. So then we're going to see how he wants to water our heart. Okay? So as we see, first thing you look at, if you notice the word um, earth, the, uh, you get a couple of words out of the word earth. Okay? So we're going to take the first three letters of the word earth, and you'll see that says ear. Amen. That gives us the the understanding of he wants our ear. It has been said that whoever has the ear of the man controls the life of the man because what you hear is what you're going to follow. Okay? So, whoever has the ear controls the life of the man, controls the heart of the man because the issues of life flow out of the heart. So, what you hear is what you're going to gravitate toward. It's what you're going to either endure or enjoy. What you hear, you will either endure it or you will enjoy it. If you hear that it's going to be trouble, then you will endure trouble. Okay? Whoever has the ear controls the heart, which controls the life. Okay? So uh, he, he says that, the ear, he wants to, us to give him his ear so he can direct our past. Okay, that's good. He wants to, us to give him his ear, give, give him our ear so he can direct our past. He knows we're in trouble, and he wants to direct us out of the trouble, away from the trouble. See? But if we don't give him our ear, we're going to continue to circle around the, the situation. Okay. He won't make us listen. He will invite us. He wants us to invite him to speak. Now, there are many voices in the earth, but there's only one voice that has perfected promise. I like that. See? You can go to hear him, and he will get you out of the situation because his promise of deliverance, he has perfected it. He knows how to deliver by many or by few. He knows no limits or no restraints. He can deliver to the uttermost. Glory to God. So wherever you might find yourself, if you would give him your ear, he'll bring you out. He'll bring you the victory. See? He doesn't want us to give him the, 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 the ear on one day. Remember, he said he wants us to do this daily bread. See? And I, I'm glad that we can see it, that daily bread requires hearing, not consuming. Because how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So he wants us to hear. Okay? So now, when you look at the the word uh, uh, earth, if if you could continue the loop, so now you got two letters left in the word earth, and they are T-H. Go back and circle and use the word, the letter E, and that gives us the, which tells us... That this has to be the priority. The has the connotation of what is important. The, whatever's next, right? So he wants us to to, to give him first place, okay? That's the order that this thing should be. Give God your ear first. Don't hear trouble and then try to go hear an answer. Hear the answer, and then if you look at the trouble, you'll already know what to do with it. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, 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 God says he's a jealous God. He will not have any other gods before him. That tells me he wants to get there first. Okay? So then if I'm in a trial, I need to back up and see what he said first because he will not allow the devil to get there first. Amen. I just didn't hear what he was saying. I went past all the stop signs, and I ended up in the trouble. Go back and say, okay, wait a minute. Let's hear what he said first. Let's give him the honor. Let's do him. Give, hear him first. The, the, the Bible says the Holy Ghost will show you things to come. So then, again, he's going to tell me before the trial what I need to do to avoid the trial. How many of you have said before, I, 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 had, I heard that I wasn't supposed to do that. I kind of knew I wasn't going to do that. Have you ever said that? Yeah. Yeah. I, some, something told me not to do that. That was the, the word first to keep you out of it. But what did we do? Ran past the stop sign. Amen. Amen. See? So he, he wants us to, to, to allow him to, to be first. The ear is also the first. Point of entry For all spiritual things That's why Jesus said Take heed what you hear Take heed how you hear Because okay? all spiritual things He wants the ear to be open He doesn't speak to your mind First beloved He's going to speak to your spirit Why? Because he made you A spirit You are a spirit You have a soul You live in a body why do we try to understand things first through the soul, through the mind? He speaks to the spirit first, spirit to spirit, okay? We need to learn to practice that. Don't try to hear in your intellect, okay? Because your intellect, your intellect will lie to you. Come on now. You are in the trouble you're in because you listen to your mind <laughs> every time, <laughs> See? So we got to learn to hear spirit to spirit. Because the words that he speaks they speak they are spirit and they are life. See? Okay. So now, the 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 first word that we heard, the first word that we saw there was ear. Then we understand that he wants the ear to be first, the ear of your spirit. Okay? Now, you can continue with the word um And you will find a couple of other words in there. In fact, let's jump over to the word heart right here because it's easier in heart. They are side by side, and they are going to to, um, verify or confirm what I'm saying here, okay? Because what happens in the earth happens in the heart, okay? They are interchangeable that way. Looking at the word heart, the first word that you see in heart is he, okay? Again, that helps us know that God should be first. He. Let's listen to what he is saying. Let's give him the ability to show us the direction. Not me, he. Okay? Then again, after you see the word he, then you see the word ear again, don't you? See, heart shows you he and then ear. All right, watch this. (laughs) Now, the next word that you see after he, is art. He wants to give you ideas. Art comes out of him. Comes out of the spirit. But a lot of times we don't spend time listening to him, so then we don't hear the inspiration, the in the spirit, spirit breathed inspiration. See, if you put him first, they give him him your ear first then you can have art or inspiration, ideas. That's why he says, my thoughts are coming down from heaven. My thoughts. See, as the rain cometh down from heaven and does not return, but it watereth the earth and makes it bring forth and bud. So then, the making it bring forth and bud tells us that the idea was already in there. Notice he did not introduce seed yet. He introduced water and the earth. And then the water and the earth made the earth bring forth and blood. So something had to already be there. And so what we do is we say, well, I don't have nothing. I ain't got no, no, no. It's already there, beloved. He wants you to hear him, allow the word to water your heart, and then the water that the word brings will make the heart bring forth and bud why will it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower do you see this see when it, it makes the earth the water that comes from heaven the word that comes from heaven the ideas that come from heaven he said when you allow the water of the word to go it'll make the heart bring forth and bud so that it'll give seed. He's going to put something in your hand. See? There is the transfer. See, if I allow the thoughts of heaven to come and water my heart, then it'll make it bring forth and bud, and now seed comes. And now I'm going to have to take that seed and sow it, and it becomes my supply. Okay? we got to give the more earnest heed to these things so that we can do it. So it's a, it's a process. And a lot of times, we just want uh, everything on the instant. You know, we got instant potatoes. We sit at a, before a microwave and, and say, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, because we want everything instant. But you have to see the process that God has put in place. First thing, rain comes down. It waters the earth and does not return void. It it abides there. John chapter 17 says, if my words abide in you and you abide in my words, then you will ask what you will and it will be given you. See, it it, it abides. It does not return. It brings forth something that was already there. It produces the seed. The buds. then, notice, buds are small, y'all. Amen. I have not seen many big buds. They're small. And you can ignore them. And then you will not see the process of the seed that's being developed by the bud. So that you can then have seed to sow. It's a process. Then once the seed is planted, not just heard, the seed now has to be planted. And it has to be planted in two places, beloved. The seed has to be planted in two places. The first place it has to be planted is in your heart. And then when it's planted in your heart, now you're planted in your effort. If you don't plant it in your heart, it cannot be placed in your effort. You will have nothing in your hand to place in your effort. Okay? Then when it's planted in those two places, your heart and your effort, then it has to now be harvested. See? Okay? That means it's going to have to change dimensions for you. Because the seed has to dry out, has to go through the process so that you can then if you plant a wet seed, it's not going to do anything. It has to be it has to be dried out so that it can receive new nutrients. When it was inside the, 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 the blood or inside the plant, it was living off of the plant. It has to be uh, dried out so that it can live off of itself now, what's on the inside of it, not what was, what was produced around it. Come on, y'all, look at this. God wants us to be able to, to cultivate it and harvest it, okay, so that it can bring forth the, the, the supply, Then when it is uh, harvested, it has to change. It has to be made into flour. You just don't make, bread just does not appear. It has to go through the process. It has to be made flour. And one of the things that you do to make the flour into dough is you add water to it again. Do you notice that water is consistently in this process? Water came down from heaven. Water had to then go to the earth. Water then had to be brought back to the seed that was harvested so that when it would then uh, produce, the the water had to then be produced to the bud so that it would produce the, the seed. Then the seed, after it is dried out, has to have water again so that it can make a dough you I mean, you see the process. All throughout, water is necessary. And out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. It's not a, 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 a supply that's not there. The idea came, and then it goes to your heart, your belly. And then the water that's in your belly causes it to then be nourishment so that it can then bring forth what it's supposed to. Then the dough had to be fired into um, in the oven, tested. Come on, y'all. It has to be fired so that it can be made bread. Then it is eaten for the necessary sustenance. See? After you go through this process, what happens is the, 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 the whole thing, the word becomes precious and protected. You see that? The word becomes precious because what you, what, you put in the, what you put in the ground, you watch. You wait for it what you bring out of the ground and, and begin to put in the silo, you watch and you wait for it, see? Then what you, uh, what you plant for the second time, then you watch and you wait for it, see? You put it in the oven, you watch and you wait for it, see? It becomes precious to you. You don't abandon the promise. How many times have we given up on the promise, not understanding the process of the water comes down? It waters the earth. The earth brings forth seed, bud, and then the bud produces seed. See, we forget the processes, so we give up on it. It's not precious yet. <laughs> See? It's not precious. Once it becomes precious, that promise produces expectation And that expectation will not return to God, void, inactive, or unfruitful. A word that is prospered is what that would be then. In fact, when you do that, mm, that's good, sir. When you do that, the seed is no longer a, a single. Now, the seed becomes a tree. Glory to God. The seed becomes a plant with branches with many opportunities now you can see them now all on this from the same tree from the same plant eh? that's what god wants us to participate in a, a precious word that's protected that now prospers then when you see the word as it prospers as we read it says <clears throat> for my word verse 11 so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me, Lord, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing to I send it. For you shall go out with joy. You shall be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the fir tree. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be for for the name of the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut out. See, God wants us to to participate in the process, not just to to go and expect that, that, you know, I can just uh, uh, get what I want right now, because I need it so that I got to have it now. I was promised bread, but bread comes by process. So be willing to go to the process. Not to be uh, setting yourself up for hurts and pains. Go through the process of expectancy. Glory to God. I'm trying to get us out of that. You know, we think the process is so, so ugly. No, the process should be expectancy. His word will not return void, but it will prosper in the thing where unto he sent it. It will do that which he pleases. That's the process that God has laid before us. Now is the time. So I ask you, your way or God's way? Are you going to be one that abandons the process, demands bread, or are you going to be one that says, I have expectancy, trust in, reliance on the word of God, the process of God, the victory of God? Your way? God's way God's way is on you Today Father we just thank you for your word Thank you for A word that does not return void Thank you that all throughout The process we will maintain Expectancy we will Maintain hope because we Know that you sent The word so that we will then Be led forth with peace With joy that things in front of us, circumstances, mountains that used to trouble us, they will break forth into singing. Thank you for that, Father. That is our hope and expectation, that you are going to perfect that which concerns us as we stay in the process with faith and hope and love, a love that never fails. We give you praise for that, sir. We give you glory and honor, committing it to you as done in the matchless name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is Lord and Savior, and the Redeemer. of the Lord said together. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, again, as we uh, always ask you, if you have any questions or comments about the ministry tonight, um, we'll give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. Area code 773 just left us. (laughs) Area code 678-469-7930. You have the mic. Any questions or comments about the ministry tonight? 770, excuse me, 678-469-73-7930. I'm going to get that number right. My brother, anything that you have. Any questions or comments about the ministry you got? Go ahead. Oh man, no no questions. This experience from huh? some of the things that you were sharing here is true. Uh, God is not yeah. a mandate. Right. <laughs> not a man. Um, nope. you not a man. So the things that come forth. It's true. Mm-hmm. Now is the time. You, he just waited. For Thank you, Brother Chief. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. That's my job. <laughs> I love this. I-, I love this more than eating. <laughs> this is my daily bread. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for being on the call. Love you, my brother. Yes, Amen. Amen. Erico four. Um, five six seven eight two nine. You have the mic. Any comments? Well, uh, questions about the ministry. Yes, this is uh, really blessed me because I kind of got away from the word. But what you said to store the word, I, I wrote down store the word in my heart daily. And I was thinking I need to be finding a subject to study. But this is this is awesome. I just read the word and get get stored up for for Here. victory. That. Yes, that's good. that's good. That's good. That's the way it is. I mean, there is nothing wrong with, with with studying a specific uh, 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 a specific type, plan or path. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But essentially putting the word in, what he'll do is he will then um, bring agreement with uh, what you've already been studying along the path. It'll become so clear. Yes. That's you can. Okay. So that's my steps now. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, Praise it's God. Good Thank it, you. Math for life, you know? Because let me ask a yes. question on that. Do you think there's going to be a book for us to study when we get to heaven? <laughs> no. No, sure so it then, won't. It, we can it, already have perfect. all of that in our hearts and minds. Correct. Right. Correct. See? So then that's the way he <laughs> wants us to live. Yeah, that's just one of the things that he makes it it easy. If we do it that way, then we enjoy it from now until we get to heaven. And then when we get there, we know how. Yes, praise God. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for being on the call again. Amen. And I see that um, everyone else has has dropped off, so I want to thank them also uh, for being on the call, and and, and, and I hope that the word bless them because it's meant to – uh, calls us to hear truths that would transform, that that would be able to cause us to be empowered, to be uh those that not, don't have to go through uh without expectation, those that just continue over and over and over in the same mess. We can go to the place where victory is easy to be received. So if this message has been a blessing to you, we ask you to go to the website and find the Donate tab and allow God to tell you, Uh, what seed you should give To livedeliverance.com Just go and be obedient Um, And again um, The word is watering your heart So that the earth The heart will uh, bring forth And bud So don't stop the process If you give little, that's okay It was a lady that gave two mites And Jesus said, boy, she gonna get What she needs And I don't remember any other place in that Bible That we saw the lady in need Amen, because God is a God that supplies all. So just go to the website, find the donate path, and then allow God to tell you what seed you should sow here at LiveDeliverance.com because we are only here through the free will offering of those that listen to the word and the word impacts their lives and then causes their hands, the heart causes the hands to move. When he blesses your heart, your hands ought to move. You ought to do something. Amen. That's the, that's the testimony and the way you testify that God has been a blessing to you. You validate the word by action. Amen. So that's why we're here, to help you, to continue to uh, uh, give you an understanding that would help you uh, to see the step-by-step process so that we can grow up and accomplish that process of the will of the Lord being done in your life. So also, if you would tell your friends, how they can listen and participate in the broadcast here on Monday evenings. Because it's not just uh, me preaching, it's me giving truths and then you giving a a testimony of the truth that you've accepted and expect in your life to make victory easy. So, um, again, I'll just uh, say the priestly prayer over you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give you his peace. Until the next time, we're looking for you all next Monday. Love you. Be blessed. Thank you.